Hey everyone, welcome to episode 84 of Something Worth Thinking About. In today's podcast, we want to continue to explore God's call on our lives to be holy just as God himself is holy. This calling is given to us in very clear and explicit terms in 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 13 through 16. So instead of being intimidated by this high and holy calling, we need to believe that with God, all things are possible. By the power of His Holy Spirit living and working within us, we can be holy in all that we do. We were all once dead in our sins, but God has made us alive in Christ. So we can now rise above our past. We can rise above our sins. We can live up to this high and noble calling in Christ because our God is the one who is making all this possible. If God can empty himself and become like us in every way, just as the gospel of Jesus Christ our Lord declares, why do we doubt? that God can fill us in every way so that we become like Him. Let's think and reflect on this together in today's podcast. Our reading for today is 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 through 16. Hear the word of God. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, So be holy in all you do, for it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. Now, I have always been struck by the simplicity of this teaching. Be holy, because I am holy. This is the word of God to each and every one of us who belong to Jesus. The redemptive work of God in our lives is to completely undo and heal, to repair, to redeem the destructive work of Satan. Satan's original lie in the garden way back at the very beginning was that God was holding out on us. God didn't want humanity to become like him. God didn't want Adam and Eve to eat the forbidden fruit because it would make them like God. That's what Satan said. And yet ever since humanity has tasted 
forbidden fruit and experienced the shame of our sins, Satan has changed his story. Now Satan wants us to believe that we cannot be like God. And tragically, so many Christians have convinced themselves that Satan is right and that God is wrong. That what God is asking of us is impossible. And that's exactly what Satan wants us to believe. Over and against Satan's efforts to deceive us and to mislead us, to discourage us and to defeat us, God is constantly inviting us to come to him, to be healed, to be forgiven, to be washed, to be redeemed, to be made new, and to receive from God the Holy Spirit who will be at work within us to give us this new life that God has promised us, this new life that can only be known by the power of God at work within us. This new life is a gift of God that he gives to us. We were powerless because we were dead in our sins and God in Christ Jesus our Lord has made us alive and raised us up with Christ. And Satan is trying to convince us that God is setting us up for failure and calling us to be holy instead of believing that God has brought us out of the realm of death and into the kingdom of light and life in Jesus Christ our Lord and given us the power and this new life that we can now know because we are united to Christ through our baptism into Jesus, through our united experience into his death and his resurrection. And so as we come back to this thought, Satan is trying to convince us that God is setting us up for failure. Jesus, on the other hand, is trying to convince us that God is setting us up for something great. Jesus invites us to get out of the boat and walk on the water with him. Is it really any different when we boil this all down in this conversation? Do we believe Peter, a mere mortal, once walked on water? by the power of God? Do we believe that we today as flawed human beings can be holy as God is holy? That we can walk in the paths of God with God? That we can walk in the light as he is in the light? Do we believe that Jesus can give us the ability to do what we know we cannot do in our own power and strength, if we will, but get out of the boat and fix our eyes on him, trust in him, and believe in him that he can keep us above the fray, that he will keep us from seeking again into our sins. This call to be holy in 1 Peter chapter 1 is not something new. Peter makes it clear that he is quoting from Scripture, and explicitly or specifically he is quoting from passages like Leviticus chapter 11, 
uh, verses 24 and 25 and chapter 19, verse 2 and chapter 20, verse 7. Long ago, God told his people to be holy just as he is holy. And down through the ages, we see stories of people who trusted that God is able to do what he says he will do. And they devoted themselves to the Lord. They obeyed his teachings and his commandments, and they lived holy and devout lives. Now, they were not perfect, but they were holy and righteous. And there have also been, unfortunately, down through the ages, those who have doubted the Lord, doubted his power to transform them, doubted that the God who has the power to raise the dead back to life has the power to raise them from spiritual death and give them a new life in Christ. And again, this is what it all boils down to. Do we believe? Do we believe to such an extent that we will trust God to give us success in what he's calling us to do? This call to be holy is ultimately no different than God's call on the lives of the Israelites long ago to enter the promised land to take it and to live a new life as free people who belong to the Lord. Just as God saved and called his people out of the darkness and bondage of Egypt, God has now saved and called us out of the darkness and bondage of sin. Just as God urged his people long ago to be devoted to the Lord and to be courageous and fight for this land, to fight for this new experience, trusting that the Lord himself would be their mighty warrior and fight for them, giving them the victory and bringing them to this brand new life. Today, our God urges us to put on the full armor of God and to fight the good fight, to fight against sin, temptation, and all that is evil in our world and in our hearts and in our minds, trusting that our God will give us the strength and power that we need to overcome our enemies so that we live in a new way and walk in the light even as our God walks in the light. Then, as now, God has never left his people alone. The Lord is with us. The Lord is faithful. The Lord will keep his promises to his people, and he will keep his promises to you. It is our deepest hope, our confident expectation, that Jesus is coming again. So it is our confident expectation that the dead will be raised back to life. It is our confident expectation that Jesus will bring grace upon grace when he appears again in glory. So why would we balk at the idea that even now God has already raised us up from the realm of spiritual death and given to us eternal life? in Jesus Christ, our Lord. We are in Christ. Christ is in us. Do we doubt 
if this is true, that we are in Christ and Christ is in us, do we doubt that we can be holy as He is holy? So let's hear the Word of God one more time in a different translation. Let's hear it, and let's believe it, and let's live it. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. Thank mm-hmm. you.